Welcome to the Hustle System podcast, where we dissect the patterns of success and failure for some of my favorite people in the space of internet marketing, art, commerce, movies, you name it, anybody who's a mover and shaker out in the real world doing big things. We want to bring their insights and takeaways to you. Today on the podcast, we have a dear friend of mine, Mr. Maximilian Torno, aka Max. And uh, for those of you who don't know him, Max was an executive coach with a company known as Real Social Dynamics for a long time. Started off in the dating space and absolutely crushed it. I've had the pleasure of working side by side with him for several years in the same space. And I've got to tell you, the guy is an absolute phenom, absolute beast. Uh, and one of the things that stands out about Max is his ability to systematize and simply out work. Everyone, the dude is super duper successful. And now he has pivoted to freedom business mentoring, which is teaching people how to take their passion and turn it into a real business so that they can coach from anywhere in the world and break out of the nine to five and do something that they really enjoy with their life and offer value to the world and make a massive impact. I'm extremely, extremely excited for this episode where we dissect uh, awesome music uh, ideas, where we dissect how to position yourself properly, how to deal with burnout, how to go about leading a team, how to prioritize, and lots of other goodies that you will find inside. I'm extremely excited for you to dive in. And without further ado, here is this wide-ranging, as Tim Ferriss would say, episode with my good friend, Max Turner. We've never wavered from that vision. Everything you hold worthwhile is at stake. Beyond yourself and ourselves, I have a dream. Freedom is indivisible. So I took the initiative in creating the internet. That app comes with incredible rapidity. One electrical art after another. Still trying to get myself adjusted. It really is a revolution. Let's fucking rock in. Um, everybody, welcome to the Hustle System Podcast, where we dissect how to success and failure and awesomeness for my favorite people today. Yeah. We have Boy. Max, Max from Max Torno. You can find him on Instagram <laughs> at Max underscore T-O-R-N-O-W. That's exactly. now. Go there now. T-O-R-N-O-W. Go there now. Underscore Max Torno. Follow this shit. He runs Freedom Business Mentoring. Dude is awesome. He's a rock star. Fucking love this guy. Yes. Dude. Love Welcome. you too, man. Love you too. <laughs> thanks for being here, bro. Send me some hearts on the on the gram. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Uh, uh, we real because we 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 go way back. We've been through a lot business wise. Uh, we're, we're really we, we've we've crushed it together as partners, and um, we're really good personal friends. So it's an honor and a psyched to be here. I'm stoked to have you. So, you know, where I like to start, and this is a good place to start. What is your earliest memory? Like little Max, little baby Max. What's the earliest uh, thing that Baby Max remembers? I'll tell you exactly. I was running. I, by the way, we did not practice that. So anybody thinking like, why is these questions back and forth so smooth? We did not practice that. But I can definitely tell you that first memory. I was running around the the garage of my grandparents. They had they were living in a big living complex next to a, a military base because my my grandfather was serving in the military in Austria. I was running around the garages and I feel a horrible sting in my back between my shoulder blades i was two years old and it was the it was to this day subjectively speaking the worst pain i've ever felt it was a wasp i got stung by a wasp and i was like because 
you know, you run around happy as a goddamn two-year-old child, and all of a sudden you have the mo- the most burning pain on your back, and you're like, why? Like, and then they're like, it's a wasp, and I'm like, what is this? Like, why does it just sting me? <laughs> so that that was my first memory. Nature, nature is very mean. And that's why, and that's when Max decided he would listen to death metal. That that was the yeah. moment. <laughs> He's like, "F you, nature." Um, <laughs> Came around fifteen years later, but yeah, <laughs> totally. Uh, so, so those those are the guys that are on the podcast that that don't that aren't familiar with you. Um, I'll give you the, the little spiel. So, Max is a freaking rock star, guys. Um, you've uh, kind of started from nothing, and you've really been able to just pure resilience and work ethic and dedication and focus. Uh, really accomplish a phenomenal amount of stuff in the last, I mean, just a couple years, right? And so um, maybe talk a little bit about, for the guys that are listening, it's like a lot of people will come to me and they go, this great reality, it's not possible. And I'm sure you get this all the time, right? It's like, oh, I'm mm. stuck in the grind. Um, mm. What was like, the? you had a moment, right? You, there was a moment where you're like, you know what, F this. F this mm. nonsense mm. that I'm dealing with. And we'll circle back around the whole timeline and everything, but I think just to capture them now, tell the dudes what you're doing currently because your lifestyle is unlike anything else. I mean, like we'll go to these things and it's, you're just like, get in the Lambo, get in the Lambo. Like, <laughs> Lambo like, Tuesday. <laughs> like this fucking guy, dude. It's, 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 dude, I fucking love it, man. It's a blast. I think a lot of people yeah. want it, right? It's, it's like Ty used to say, everybody wants, but not everybody gets. So what yeah. was that moment where you're like, yo, Screw the excuses. I'm going to go after it. I'm going to yeah. chase this dream. Um, what happened there that like triggered you to get this like phenomenal? Yeah, I, I, could, I could definitely tell you that. So what, what we're doing right now is uh, we teach uh, people how to build their own business as an online coach, as an online service provider. Uh, we've had literally hundreds of clients all around the world. Uh, some of them with some experience, we help them scale to, you know, six figures and above a month. Some of those with literally zero experience, they come to us, they say, Hey, I want to be free. And, uh, how can I do it? And we, we bring them from nothing. Um, many of our clients are making four to five figures within a couple months as their own online coaches, just, uh, you know, as their own boss, as an online coach, as an online service provider. It's very great stuff. Now, how did I get to that? Well, um, I remember that in uh, some time in my late teenage years, early 20s, I kind of realized, you know, I was being prepared for adult life, how many people call it. I was going to university and uh, back then I wanted to become a teacher for Latin and English. Before that, I wanted to become a musician. Couldn't do that. I got tendonitis on both arms. Uh, I could I could still play guitar, but it was it was advised to me not to do it professionally. And all I ever wanted, all I ever wanted, which was the reason why I wanted to become a, a musician at first, was I want to be able to travel the world, make good money, not tons of money. I didn't meet. I didn't need to be a billionaire. I just said I want to be a millionaire. Okay, <laughs> so I was like millions is enough. I want to make really good money, and I want to be able to travel the world. I want to you know to be honest, just have great times with you know beautiful people attractive women and nice friends and and everybody's crushing everybody's positive and stuff like i see you nodding people don't see it in the video but Mikhail's nodding is that's exactly what you do right and and that's what i wanted so at the beginning i wanted to become a musician i wanted to become a rock star right because i thought i'd rock star i make tons of money i could travel the world and so on and so forth that dream bubble burst when i had tendonitis and then i kind of gave up i said okay plan b where do i don't need my arms well if i become a teacher at least I got July and August off. That's, that's, that's not bad. So I was studying to become a teacher for Latin and English. And I can't remember. It was like my fourth or fifth semester. I was actually quite far in. 
they were slowly preparing us for doing our classes, you know, and then they're like, and then the children are going to ask this. And, and that was a reality slap for me. I'm like, oh, wait, wait a minute. This, I have to get up in the morning and then I have to commute and these, these kids won't give a damn about me. They don't care. They're not going to be like, teach me. They're like, ah, Latin and English, you know? So at some point I'm like, this sucks. Like this is going to be the rest of my life. And I had glimpses of that when I was a teenager, I had summer jobs, you know, and I was miserable. And some of my friends had summer jobs as well, you know, making a couple hundred bucks. And I'm like, God damn it. It's, it's summer vacation. I'm working so hard as a student as in school, I want to have vacation during summer. And some of my friends were like, well, that's what it is like. And I'm like, how can you give up on that, on your dream? Like, how can you accept this? This sucks. And, you know, then later on in my 20s, when I was prepared to teach, I'm like, this sucks. And so I said, you know what? This really sucks. Um, I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to live my dream, meaning I make good money. I travel the world. I inspire people or I die trying. Two years into uh, being uh, into self-development, dating advice, I started uh, coaching people first for free. You know, then uh, I started reaching out to people on forums, like, "Hey, I do coaching." I remember uh, I, I did a seminar, and I think it was for like uh, uh, ten bucks or something. And three people showed up, and I'm like, "That's amazing! I can, I can teach three people on social dynamics." And then uh, second seminar, thirty people showed up, and. Uh, third th seminar around 100 people showed up and then I started charging only three bucks per person just so I could afford the room and boom just like that 100 people showed up each paid three bucks some of them just paid a fiver some of them threw a tenner in and I'm like this is amazing I'm making money and yeah long story short I became a dating coach and uh, started uh, making money very very well started building one of the biggest uh, brands as a dating coach toured the world traveled the world made my first million around the age of 26 and um, it was actually around, it started, I would say, two, two and a half years ago, where I was dating coach, fairly renowned within that niche, that some people would buy my programs, they would buy mentoring programs, and they're like, and I'm like, so, you know, how's it going with the girls? And they're like, oh, I don't care, I'm married. Teach me how you build a brand. And I'm like, you bought my program, so I teach you business? He's like, yeah. And I would get, every now and then, I would get a, someone who would pay me to help them with business, and I'm like, okay. And then uh, around last year, 2018, spring 2018, almost a year ago, um, uh, I started working together with my mentors, back then mentors, the Baalik brothers, mm -hmm. now mentors and partners. Mm -hmm. And they said, hey, you know, if there's one thing you're really good at, Max, it's teaching business. And I'm like, oh, I'm not good at that. I'm, I'm, I'm the dating advice. And they're like, dude, you've, you've made millions of dollars. You are one of the strongest brands in the world in that niche. Of course, you know how to build a coaching business. I'm like, yeah, I guess you're right. And you know, the, the few clients that I've had until then, they got great results as well. So ever since last year, I said, you know, I, I've never planned to do the dating advice and personal development forever anyway. Might as well go make that jump now, branch out, do business. And we started last year, hundreds of clients later, literally hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, that we've made for our clients later. It's it's great. It's going very well. Yeah, you're rocking it, man. And you're you're out in Kiev, and uh, I've been out there. I've I've, I've visited yeah. you, and dude, I love I love the culture. Yeah, I love the culture you built, man. It's really cool. It's like a little pod of happiness and joy yeah. and fun. 
Um, and I think it's so important to create this little ecosystem, right, around you. We could, we could talk about leadership and some of the things that you and I have both like discussed as far as, you know, like how far is too far on ego or like, uh, you know, should you be like the outrageous creative artist or should you be the manager? Like when is the right time for which one? Uh, we'll unpack that in a moment. But uh, there was one thing that you mentioned that I thought was really interesting. It was, it was uh, not accepting. You were like, look, there's going to come a point where I'm just, I'm not accepting reality. Screw mm. this. This reality that I'm in, I'm not going to accept it, and I'm going to do something. And you know, you mentioned you were kind of doing it before you were being it. I think a lot of people miss that point. A lot of people want to quote be be a millionaire, right? They hear like million million bucks by 26. They, they're like, and the first thing they get triggered is jealousy or envy. It's like, mm. why don't I have that? And it's like, well, the reason why you've been able to accomplish it, at least what I'm seeing, is you are very momentum oriented, right? You're very mm. momentum oriented, very action based. You you're very good at having actions that spool on top of each other. So you would take one action and then that opens up two other actions. And then you'll take those two actions and it opens up three other actions. And before anybody knows it, you've taken like 25 actions, whereas mm. they've only taken like three, right? And that's why you're so far ahead. Um, so can you talk a little bit about this idea of seeing yourself there and then simply taking the actions almost on blind faith? Like how much, like yeah, how do you go about like trusting yourself to have the blind faith that you're just going to figure it out. Yeah. Well, a lot of people talk about like, oh, picture it every day, picture it and manifest it. I, I've never done that. It might work. I don't know. I'm not going to hear the shit talk it, but I've never done that. All I knew is, uh, and, and it was not like, I'm like, I'm sure I'm going to make it. I believe in myself. I, I didn't do that either. <clears throat> it was very practical. I'm like, okay, um, if I'm going to make it, okay, if I'm going to live my dream, meaning, Traveling the world, making good money, being free, right? Basically, these three things. How am I going to get there? And I'm like, well, I would have to do these things. I'd have to get mentors. I have to execute. I'll have to build something. Da, 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 da. Okay. And then I'm like, what's the best way I could get that achieved? Not what's a good way, not what's the right way, but what's the best way of which I know? And the answer was, well, just do everything you can every day and just focus every single task or every single activity that you do every day towards that goal. And then either you make it and you're happy or you don't make it, you die doing it. But then at the very least, you know, with your last breath, you can tell yourself you did everything in your power. It was kind of like this, like, for me, that was a huge epiphany. I'm like, I'm just going to do a hundred out of hundred towards that goal. And then I either make it or at least, you know, when I die, I look myself in the mirror and I'm like, I tried everything. Because if I only do 90 out of hundred, then I'm like, well, I should have done 10 more because then I would have maybe made it. But if I do 100 out of 100, I win either way. Either I make it or I don't, but then at least I know I did everything in my power so I can have a nice conscious. You're conscious about that. So that's what I did. And, 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 and Miguel, for, for the longest time, that's all I had. You know, nowadays, you've mentioned I have an amazing team. Um, we're fucking crushing it. These guys and girls are amazing. And I mean, I'm so incredibly slow to hire and very fast to fire. So if someone's really on my team, they are really, really good. Otherwise, I would have never hired them. I mean, we literally get hundreds of applications each each month. And um, I mean, 99.9% .9 just get rejected. So I didn't have a great team. I didn't have money. I didn't have supporters. I didn't have you know the, the financial advisors, the lawyers. I had nothing. It was just me. But 
but I had work. That was all I've had. That's all I still have is, I mean, nowadays, most of the work that I'm doing is delegated. But back then, all I had, to, all I had was just working. And sometimes I would wake up at 4am in the morning, broke, crashing on somebody's couch, which I did for a very long time. No education because I quit college to, to, to make it happen. Uh, literally just stepped on my bank account and nothing. And sometimes I would wake up scared and I just opened the laptop and worked. Be it writing an article for my brand, be it uh, thinking about stuff, be it uh, talking to clients, giving them value, be it uh, writing uh, you know, ideas for videos, Instagram posts, anything. I, I just opened my laptop and I worked until I felt better and then I would go back to sleep. And then when I woke up, it was, good morning, let's go, let's go fucking do it. And, and I felt great. I've, you know, I've always been rich. It sounds so, uh, so woo and utopian, but I have. I love some of my happiest days of my life was me broke out of my mind, unwashed, uh, malnutritioned, <laughs> with yeah. not a cent in my name. But I was grinding. I was working on my on my dreams. I'm like, this is the best thing, and I I can't think of anything better. I was so happy and so fulfilled because I could cut off all the other bullshit. I, uh, all the things that some people do just to please their parents or please their partners or please their friends or be cool. I cut all that out. I'm like, I just, I'm just doing this for me. And this felt so incredibly good. And, and granted, I made a lot of mistakes. I was dumb. I made a lot of mistakes that could have been avoided by asking for help much earlier. Later on, I did start asking for help. I got great mentors. I started executing. So I could have definitely saved two, three years, um, that I was lingering around in limbo in, trying myself limbo. Um, so I could have made the million much earlier. And I, and you know now I'm 29. I could definitely have more money than I have now. I mean, I already have more than I could spend, but um, I could have even more <laughs> if I had started it earlier, you know? We need to get more floating shoe things and floating plant things for you. I really, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I really don't think we have enough levitating. Everything floating. Everything yeah, got to levitate, man. People, <laughs> I'm just going to come see you and it's going to be like, come into my floating chamber. And it's just going to be yeah. like this thing where you just, you just <laughs> like levitate. Like a Jedi master, I'm yeah. like a Sith Lord yeah. floating in a chair. <laughs> totally. Wait for it. It's 2020 now. Dude, it's well, coming, bro. We're going to look back in 2030 like, remember when you could barely float a plant? Oh, <laughs> right. Dude, nowadays I float everything. Dude, we're going we're gonna to have teleporters. I'm calling it. I'm going to be able to like <laughs> walk down to like the little station, the little teleport station. They'll, they'll push me and then I'll just show up. And I'll be like, what's up? Right in, my, in my bedroom, I'm like, God damn it. Damn there's it. really got to be... Why are you there's here got fictions to this. <laughs> is it the appropriate? Law, the lawmakers have is too slow. You know they can't make rules to where you're not allowed to teleport. You just teleport into someone's shower. You know, like, God damn it! There's got to be regulations. You know, but no, yeah, I, it's like the drone thing. <laughs> exactly. There was no there was no regulations when drones came out. You could just fly these goddamn things anywhere. It was, Dude, it's so it's it's such an outrageous thing. Or um, dare I say, flamethrowers? Oh yeah. <laughs> Not a flamethrowers. It's called but, not a flame. For well, people who don't know, so first off, uh, floating. Okay, go. You could go see that on my Instagram. I have a floating shoe. It's literally levitating in the air, and the levitating plant, like a tiny little plant, is levitating. Technology. It's amazing. And I don't. I have a not flamethrower. So the Elon Musk not a flamethrower. And somebody awesome. recently messaged me on Instagram. He's like, "How could you import the flamethrower without the regulations against flamethrowers?" And I sent him a picture. Where it says not a flamethrower on the flamethrower, <laughs> and I'm like, it's not a flamethrower, bro. That's how I got it. <laughs> well, well, dude, it's it's this rule bending. So many people are like programmed, right? It's it's so funny. I, you and I kind of share this. Where we we kind of like give zero fucks about kind of pretty much anything. 
unless it's like important shit, right? So important shit, we care a a lot. Like don't fuck with our important shit. Um, You know, don't fuck with my friends, don't fuck with my family, don't fuck with my business. But then like, you know, this silly stuff of like, like work around it. You know, you mentioned one thing, it's like go all in on your fucking life, people. Like this it, it's ticking by, ding, 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 ding. It's gonna be fucking gone. You're gonna be old. You're gonna be like little, you know, grandparent. You're gonna be like sitting on the porch like, oh, I wish I went and went on that snowboarding trip, you know, and, and you put yourself in a position where you're just like, you know, I want to fucking go snowboarding. I'm going tomorrow. That's it. Boom. You book it. Yeah. You go. You rock I it. I, think- I do that all the time. I love it. I see there's snow in Austria. My parents tell me, I'm like, all right, I'm on my way. Dude, it's the best. Right. It's Amazing. the best. It, it, it does require a certain level of obsession. Uh, for those of you that are listening, like you guys are not, ex- you're not obsessed enough. You don't want to win badly enough. Like, mm. like Max and I will crush you. Like, it's just, tr- it's just true. Yeah. And unless you have like a hundred million dollars, right? We're, we're just going to outwork you and you want to have this great life. And you know what? The person down the street from you also wants it. And somebody's going to sacrifice. Somebody's going to say, you know what? Forget the Netflix, forget going out. I don't want to go out drinking. I'm going to work, 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 work. And those actions yeah. are going to stack up. And then they're going to have this great castle and you're going to be wondering why you never built it. So those of you that are sitting there like, yo, everything sounds great. One thing that I do want to mention really quick here is uh, the program that you run, the Free- Freedom Business Mentoring. So this is kind of fascinating because uh, you and I are, are like collaborative uh, and slightly competitive on this on the, in this <laughs> space. So let me give you like uh, the credit that is due because um, your program is absolutely excellent. For anyone who wants to become a coach, anyone who wants to regain the driver's wheel of their life and feels like, you know, you've been, you were driving along and when you were a little kid, you had this great mission, you had this great mission. You're like, I'm going to do big things with my life. And somewhere along the way, it might have been you were in high school, it might have been in college, it might have been somewhere along the way, something happened where it was like, you know, we call this like the Jesus take the wheel moment, right? You, <laughs> something about life, it hit you in the face and you gave up. You let go of the wheel and you're like, life, take me there. And then you're looking around and you're sitting passenger wondering why you're not getting to where you want to go. So, what Max's program is phenomenal at is putting you back in the driver's seat of your life. And I know because some of my mentoring students are your mentoring students and they've had the most mm-hmm. amazing things to say about it. And I have the most amazing thing to say because I've seen the work that you guys are doing. So those of you that are listening, uh, we're going we're gonna to put, put a link down below and um, you do like a, a console call to see if you're actually qualified, if it's a good fit, because it's not for yep. everyone, yep. right? So um, I'm, just, I'm just doing you guys the justice here. Get it, get it, get it, get it. It's freaking awesome. Um, I love the way that you push people. You do, you do your mentoring call right before you did this call, right? Was that today? Or? Exactly. I'll do it afterwards. I have it right after this. Cool. You do it right after. Yeah. So, and it's super powerful. And um, I just wanted to give you that shameless plug coming from me because thank I got you, so you. much love for appreciate you, brother, in my heart. It's um, appreciate you and I have been through some shit and it fucking, you know, it makes me all warm and fuzzy. It feels like a Joe, Joe Rogan episode <laughs> where like, we're going to go take mushrooms now in the forest, you know? And- oh man, I'm down. <laughs> Joe Rogan, if you hear this, I'm, I'm ready. It's I'm forest down. time. It's forest time. We're gonna we're we're gonna bring Johnny Bravo and, and do jujitsu <laughs> mushrooms. Let's do, let's do shit. It, it's awesome. Um, oh, so yeah, shameless plug there. Um, you you know you have to be obsessed. You you guys have to put your life first. Let's talk a little bit about that. So, I think a lot of people use um, selflessness as an excuse to not perform. Okay, and what I mean by that is they don't put themselves first, and then they make the excuse of oh well. It's quote selfish to put myself first. And that ends up being a closed loop because they never put themselves in a position of power to actually make any sort of impact. So yeah. how do you go about 
Um, cause you've made a, f- a phenomenal impact. I mean, like when I hang out with you, I get like really pumped up. I'm like, Oh shit. I'm like fired Same up. Here. Same yeah, here. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's this great energy. Um, but how do you go about putting yourself first and kind of like, I don't want to use the word, not feel bad about it, but actually say, look, I'm going to prioritize this. This is important to me. At the end of the day, most people aren't going to show up to be there for me when I need it, but I'll show up for myself as you've, as you've seen for yourself. Um, I think a lot of people fail to do that and it, it really hurts them and it actually hurts their uh, desire to be selfless, right? Because they, they're like, oh, I want to help others. And if I help myself, I'm going to be selfish. But what they don't understand is to help others, you got to fill up your own cup first. So how do you yeah. approach that psychological aspect of filling up your own cup so that you can help others? Well, in all honesty, when people say like, oh, I don't want to put myself first because I don't want to be selfish. You're a fucking liar. Okay. You're full of shit. All right. That's all. Like it's a dumb excuse, just like any other excuse. Right. It's like, oh, I don't want to put myself first because I'm not that person. Or like, oh, I don't want to make a lot of money because all rich people are assholes and they only became rich by, by scamming others. That's, that's just such a bad mindset. And, and it's a very uh, handy mindset, right? People take that mindset on. It's like, oh, I'm proud of being poor. Poor people are better. No, shut the fuck up. Like deep <laughs> down inside, you look at the rich people on Instagram or wherever, and you're like, oh, man, <sighs> I wish I had money. I wish I had the house. I wish I had the car and stuff like that. And, you know, you're, you're not going to be goddamn Buddha or Jesus Christ because you're so selfless. Durr. No, feel again, like what I'm doing is, I always find win-win situations. And I'm going to give you an exact example. Literally, something that I tell my clients all the time. Do I want as many people to give me money and become my clients as possible? Yes, 100%. Now, do I want as many people to give me money and then I scam them and then I run off with the money, smile, like laughing? No. I'm going to tell you why. Not even because I'm a good person. I consider myself a relatively good person, right? But the reason why I want these people to stay after they give me money so I can make them more money. Mm-hmm. Why do I want to make them more money? Because I'm a good Samaritan? No, because then I can upsell them on even more money. So yep. I make more money and they make more money. It is in literally my own selfless interest to make as many people as much money as possible so they stay our client so they can give us more money and we make them even more in return. And that's how a win-win works. I'm going to give you another example. I'm going to give you a more specific example on how my mentors have treated that with me. At first, I, I paid them, I think, 5K a month and they made me, I think, 175,000 back in that first month. And I'm like, that's amazing. What did they do after that one month? They went on, on an upsell call with me. That upsell call took me two goddamn minutes. They're like, how are you doing? great results. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. How much money can I give you so you guys can give me greater results? And they're like, our fees now are 15,000 instead of five. I'm like, all right, let's go. What, what, what bank should I transfer it to? So I transferred them 15,000. And in the next month, they made me over 300,000. So I'm like, this is, it's a, it's a no brainer, you know? And nowadays, I pay over a hundred thousand euros. I'm from Europe. Over a hundred thousand euros a month to my mentors, and I do that. I throw that money at their face. I mean, not literally, but metaphorically. I'm like, take all my money because they're making me a literal multiplication of these hundred k every single month. You understand that? And and 
a year from now when they say we cost a million a month, I'm like, here's a million. I don't care. It's it's like a it's like a it's like a vending machine. You put in a dollar, you get three dollars out, five dollars out, and so on and so forth. And I mean, I've literally made millions of dollars last year alone just by the expertise that they've been given me, and I'm very very happy to do that. And and that's exactly what we're doing with our clients. Is like, I, it's my my interest to make you rich, right? So I could charge you higher prices, and you become even more rich about that. And to be honest. Some of my clients are talking about buying me. Like I get like nice presents. We buy each other Rolexes and stuff like that. I'm like, I want to have a Rolex. I love like just for the Rolex present alone, I'm going to make you rich. And of, do I want on, on a human level to empower people and to, 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 to make them do great things and to give them the financial possibilities to give their children a great life? Of course. Of course, it makes me goddamn happy. But I don't even want to communicate that because I don't want to be one of these gurus that's like, I care. I would do it for free. I'm like, no. I mean, I do, but I don't even want to portray that to the outside because I like the idea much better of being like, look, I want to make you rich so you can give me money as well. Yeah, because or, or, it sounds kind of more honest and I like that approach much better. No, it's a great approach. And free free is honestly a trap anyway. Do you get anything in life for free? You know what you get for free? But it's the highest value thing in life. What do you think it is? God, I have no clue, man. It's life. We are here. We didn't. We, <laughs> like it's that. life itself, right? We were we were a little baby. We totally didn't. We, we didn't, didn't sign up for this shit. We didn't sign up for this shit, right? So we get Nobody that. Asked me if I want to be born. I'm just here, <laughs> right? But, and it's it's like and it's how you treat it, right? It's how you treat the experience of being here. And that's the thing you got. It. You got all the free, like this, I tell this to people because you and I think very much similarly. I go, look, you want more for free. You know what you got? You got this life for free. You got, you got the opportunity to do something great. You got that for free. What you want more shit now? What everybody wants more shit for free without doing anything. Um, and you know, Alex Becker talks about this a lot, right? Al Alex hammers this home. It's like, look, if you're not able to invest in yourself, why should anybody else invest in you? Why, why, why should uh, Max or I sit there and break down your business if you, if you, if you're gonna go home and not do it? You know, I don't want to be breaking down how to build a basic website. No, if we want to do a sophisticated funnel, let's do it, right? It, you don't want to be teaching some guy how to, you know, like lift a five pound dumbbell. Max, how do I lift the dumbbell? Yeah. You know, you're, you're like gonna lose your mind, dude. It's insane. And uh, this comes down to being of service is important. But the way that you approach it is you go, look, we will be of service. And you know what the best service is? Money. Why? Because money is the tool you need to make all these mm -hmm. other things happen, mm -hmm. to get that great house, to, to have that word freedom, which I want to unpack in a moment here, to really have that sense of freedom. You have to have such a high level of monetary abundance that your relationship with money is that of it being a tool to allow you to live this free life that you got, this free yeah, life yeah, that's a yeah. complete blank check for you to live it to the maximum level. So I love the way that you approach it, man. I love the way that you do it. You really do put the tools in people's hands so that they can get that great life. And I think a lot of people forget to think practical, right? Everybody's like, I want the Lambo. Okay, well, brand new Lambo is what, 320, right? 320K. Okay, you want to buy it? Okay, well, I want to just lease it. Okay, well, 2K. And you got to make, you know, exponentially more with taxes and have disposable to do that. Is it really mm -hmm. that hard? Can you close another client at 1500 a month? And guess what? Now you can drive a Lambo once a month. You know, it's, it's, it's just like yeah. the, the, the lack of reality that people have when it comes to looking at numbers is, is really outrageous. And they need to like wake up. And that's why your program is, is so freaking um, awesome. I love that approach. And 
I've seen it firsthand. I've seen the way you help people firsthand. And it's super, super powerful shit. And it's, it's dope. It's gangster. Um, so I think we've unpacked that pretty it. well. Um, I, I love it. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for the kind words, really. And, and I love seeing that when somebody comes, like I said, like most of our clients have no prior business experience, right? Uh, we're, we're primarily focused on people starting from scratch. We bring them to the first 10,000 a month. Then we scale them. We upsell them. We scale them. You know, we have clients making 150K a month, 70K a month. And, and these are literally people who haven't done any, haven't sold a thing before. And it's something that they, that they make by teaching something that they know, so, some skill they have, something they're passionate in, right? We have people teaching uh, meditation. We have people teaching uh, sports, uh, fitness, how to lose weight, how to gain weight, how to find their dream partner, just real life experiences that they have had in their own life. They don't have a certificate or, or a college degree or something like that. They're just regular people who help other people, uh, you know, get rid of certain pain, uh, get to a certain end result, right? We have people teaching esports. How amazing is that? We have pe people making $10,000 with teaching. I can't remember if it's, it was League of Legends or yes. Dota 2. One, one of these. Yes. Uh, we, we, we've had a guy now who's, who's, who's teaching guitar and he made 8000 last month. And I mean, 8000 is not bad. I mean, for me, 8000 is not a lot. Per month, but no, for but someone for who's starting from huge, exactly for someone starting from scratch, used to a nine to five job, he's like, I made eight thousand dollars playing guitar, helping other people play guitar. I mean, that's I've I've been playing guitar for years for free, Mikhail. Can you imagine <laughs> this? And this guy is making eight k. God damn it! I've been we, teaching people and friends that. for free. Yeah, we've we've been, something been that, something that. went very wrong. And and it's it, and it's amazing to see people going from money doesn't buy happiness dirt, to like. Yeah, it doesn't buy happiness, but you know what else it buys you? It buys it buys you food, healthcare, freedom, date night. You know, it, all these great things. Like, like you, the Grant Cardone. Did you see the Grant Cardone post? Yeah, I did, I did see that. Yeah, totally. Yeah, where he's where he's dissing where he's dissing uh, uh, Gary Vee because I Gary saw was that. Like, he's like, like, buying you happiness. Yeah, subtly, well, like very subtly on like a single one. <laughs> it buys. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the th and the thing is like you you've mentioned the uh, you, you've mentioned the the idea of buying a Lambo. I, that's great. Buy a Lambo if you can. Uh, whenever I go somewhere, when I visit you in LA, I I got them rent a Lambo as well. It costs like three k a, a day. Awesome. It, it, you know, people are like what you rent your Lambos. It still costs three thousand dollars a day if you just rent it like that. And um, I don't want to buy a Lambo for in every country that I travel to and just drive it for a week and just leave it there. That's you know, it's not fun <laughs> thing. Why I rent these Lambos now, uh, anyways, but. That's a nice goal to have, but I would even say like, look, how much better would be your life if you'd make an extra 5K, 10K aside with something that you're passionate about, with teaching a skill that you like, you know, like maybe you're, maybe you've lost some weight and you know, you might not be a nutritional expert, but you've lost some weight. You know how to goddamn do it. You know, the pitfalls, the mindset issues that some people have, you could literally turn that into a lucrative online coaching business. And then obviously, you know, you make your first 5,000 a month on the side while you still have your nine to five job. That feels pretty good. and. And once you usually what we say is like once you make around two times more than in your nine to five job for two, three months in a row, then yeah. you can quit your job. So it's not even that we say quit your job and be at your business. No, we're like, no, keep your job, goddamn it. Play it safe. Yeah. Invest an hour a day, a couple hours a week to make it happen. And then once you're making the money on the side, you can then branch out and say, Okay, screw the nine to five, double down on what works, and you know, get from five K months to ten K months, ten K to twenty five K. So this is a fifty K. 100k a month. You make 100k a month. Life is pretty damn easy because you don't worry about money anymore. You can travel. You can go visit your buddies. You can go on cool trips. You can go in the best restaurants. You live hell of a lot more healthier because you can eat all the good food. You can eat healthier. You have far, far less worries or stress. 
Because you're like, money, I got covered. What other issues do you have now? You know, maybe uh, find a girlfriend or boyfriend, get a good partner. All right. Not so difficult either. Like as long as you're healthy and you don't have to worry about money, you're done. Your life is amazing. Dude, I, I agree. I, I actually believe the money does buy happiness with the right actions. Because take like uh, some it. of the books that you and I have read, right? Um, you can't, guess what? You can't buy the book without money, right? Yeah, it's true, true. So, or you, or have the time to, to do it. Money buys back time. It's, it's huge. Yeah, it's so phenomenal, much. man. Uh, I think it's important. And I think what a lot of people will hear is, uh, you know, like 10K, 25K, 50K, like you and I are used to being in these businesses where we're seeing, you know, these six figure a month, seven figure a month numbers. Um, but to the average person, I remember the first time I saw like 22K in a day. Uh, in an oh, online yeah. business, I remember this was this was like almost like a decade ago. Jeez, I'm getting old, man. Uh, but I, I, I remember for me, I was like in my 20s. And I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. So, person over here like can barely afford a car payment and is going to have to work for the next 12 years or something. Crazy. Like, and then person here just made enough to pay off the entire car in one day, not even a year, in yeah. one day. Yeah. It's yeah. so crazy. So. Um, yeah, how do you go about? Um, let, let's pivot away because I think uh, I was going to say like, how do you go about helping the clients visualize this? But honestly, uh, you're very good at just the practical elements, and it's kind of like don't tell them, show them. And I think you're very good at that. So I think those of you guys that want to check it out, get on a call with with Max's team and check it out. I think yeah. that would be we'll, we'll leave Freedom that mentoring dot com. I mean, we can put a link in there as well. But if you oh, if we you're more like an auditive person, Freedom Freedom Business Mentoring dot com. It brings your page right away there. You can you can uh, fill out the application book to call you. Yeah, and there will be a link in the description with big arrows going to it and a big happy face and a panda sign oh, next love to it. it. Definitely uh, so got to have the panda there. If there's no panda, don't click on it. There's no panda. It's you got it, it, it's, <laughs> it's a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. Trap. There's no panda. It's the wrong link. Dude, I'm going to have to swap this freaking Louis V. Bear for a panda now because everyone's like, oh love my it. God, the panda. And it's like, oh. it's outrageous. Um, we're going to be building a podcast studio too to have a whole like little setup. Um, it's going to be yeah. sick. Yeah, we're, I'm going right. full Joe Rogan with it, man. It's going to be a blast. And uh, I'm That's amazing. That's amazing. That's what we're doing too. I mean, I have three offices right now. One of them, my home office too, where my teams work. And it, it's a little bit of a hassle having three offices and having to walk up and down sometimes. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I just don't ever show up. I let the people work. But when I do show up, when I do show up in my own goddamn office, I have to walk. They're in the same building, but I have to walk the building. Uh, we're now getting a bigger office uh, where everybody fits in. And I want to get, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get a studio. Uh, where I do podcasts and uh, uh, YouTube videos, nice. and I'll get like a like a baller like a a TV wall behind me, you know, like a screen yeah, yeah, wall. Yeah, like mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah, exactly. And then what I also want to get is I want to get a jujitsu room, just a room with mats on the floor, and oh. I'm we're, we're just gonna get like the national uh, uh the national champion of like jujitsu or like MMA. You know, we we get we get this guy in twice a week, and he should like teach the whole team. Like epic MMA, like in our in our lunch breaks. That's the kind of that, that's what we're working on right now. We have cool stuff doing, like uh, the barber comes in to the office. Everybody gets a sweet haircut. Um, you know, we have daily, uh, uh, weekly team meetings. You know, uh, yes, two days ago we went uh, uh, football, uh, soccer, how you guys call it. Uh, it, li it literally at midnight. 
we went to uh, Vino e Cucina, one of the best restaurants in in town. Uh, we ate there uh, the whole entire team. It was like a like a goddamn mafia meeting, you know. We were sitting there eating our pasta with truffles, and then was we said, a, "Where should Nikita's, we go?" Nikita's birthday. Thing? It was Nikita's birthday. It was yeah. Nikita's and Joe's birthday, and I mean, none of us really drinks. We're all live. The whole team lives extremely healthy, but we had some wine to the pasta. And I, I get drunk after a glass of wine. I, 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 I'm, I don't kid you. And then we're like, what should we do now? It was like midnight. And two of my assistants who were the organizers are sitting there with us. And we're like, let's go play soccer. Can you find a soccer place? And they're like Googling it. Like, yeah, this place is actually open. It's like an indoor, a huge hall. And we're like, let's go. And we sent the other assistant to go buy champagne at a nice. random store at midnight. And the other assistant got two uh, uh, Ubers for us, an entire team. We all went there. We had like a bunch of girls. Like everybody had like a girl with them. Like they're they're like girlfriends or you know however you want to call it. And then they they uh, the, the girls were just stand sitting there drinking, and we would just play soccer all all evening until like one thirty a.m. It was amazing. How did we get there? I forgot. Oh yeah, you want to get the, the studio. So that's a great idea. <laughs> Definitely invite me to the studio once you have it, buddy. Dude, dude, for sure, for sure. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll link up, and I've got a I've got a trip to Kiev that I'm gonna do when I get my Russia stuff uh, figured love out. It, well. Love it, love it, love it. That's gonna be really it. cool. Um, we can unpack that a little bit more. Uh, let's talk. Um, let's talk team building because you met, you kind of mentioned it, and I think a lot of people really struggle with this of like letting go of the wheel when it comes to the team. Yeah, um, yeah. So how do you go about? I'll put it this way. When you when you started and when I started, it was all kind of about us. We kind of had to make it about us to get the results. Yeah, and then there's a point where something happens where you build it, and then you get it's, it's you get that person that like relies on you, right? Mm-hmm. You get that person that's like it might be an assistant or it might be an EA, it might be a copywriter, um, and then you see them working and you're like, uh oh. It's not about me anymore, (laughs) right? So how do you go about that where it's kind of, you know, it starts with being all about you and then it becomes like like for for me that the most beautiful thing is watching one of my team members really have something click and then get a new result and they like evolve. They're like a Pokemon, you know, they're like a Pokemon (laughs) that like like evolves, you know? So how do you go about like leadership on your team being, being, you know, omnipresent, but then um, having the boundaries to, to let go of the wheel so people can drive the shit for you? Well, like you said, like in the beginning, so you built your, like I said, like when I started, I had nothing. All I had was that. That was my only thread, my life thread, the lifeline that I had. And Elliot Hulse once made a beautiful metaphor way back in the days uh, when he was a little less crazy. I think he's very crazy now, but maybe not even in a bad way. I have huge respect for this guy. I love him. So much love for him. I met him when I was an assistant, broke out of my mind. He was one of the nicest people to me. Um, and and he was and I met him again when I had my, made my first million, and I never forget him saying because I thought he would not even recognize me because it was like three years later, and he said, "You've come a long way, my friend." And I'm like, "Oh damn, hell, you can remember me." Anyways, he once said like he's like when you build something from scratch, it's like running away from a stray dog who wants to literally eat you alive, right? Like imagine you're walking down the street, you're walking down an alleyway, dark alleyway. There's a bulldog, you know, his jaws is. Huge, and he's like, and you start running away from that dog. And no matter what happens, maybe your knee starts hurting, maybe you're tired. You're not gonna stop running because if you stop running, the goddamn dog gets you. You know. So that's how it feels when you build something yourself, and you run and you run and you run and you build something and you cherish it. You cherish it. It's your life. 
It's your only lifeline, right? You cherish it almost like it's your baby. As was just like your little bridge baby, like a death stranding. It's, you love this thing. And then you get this other person in that hasn't done anything, that hasn't suffered for years like you did to build that. And you're like, hey, can you do this task? And it's so hard to give that person this task because it's your baby. You don't want to take it away because what happens if, if the dog comes running after you again, you know? So you have to learn how to let go. And in all honesty, some people ask me, like, what, what regrets do you have? What would you tell your 20-year-old self? I would say, look, I'm I got pretty far and I feel really amazing nowadays. And there's only two things that I regret. Number one, I should have gotten a mentor earlier. You know, the whole figure it out yourself period could have definitely be cut by a lot of years. I would have gotten results faster. And number two, I should have delegated earlier because I kept, I mean, things like editing videos. Literally a year ago, I would still edit my own videos. I would sit there literally with million dollars to my name making uh, multiple seven figures a year. And I'm like sitting there editing my own videos. And that was one of the things that took me the longest time. Excuse me, that took me the longest time. So you have to be willing to give stuff away. But, and this is in a connection, in order to be able to do that, you have to be really good at hiring. And something that I've noticed oftentimes is when I had to hire someone, I literally had to hire someone, meaning the position was open. I needed someone to step in. And I would interview people and they would show certain red flags, you know, being not committed, not wanting it bad enough, not having the exact expertise that we're looking for. But because I wanted that person to be a good fit so badly, I would literally block these things out. And then that person would work in my team for a month, for a year, and they would fuck it up. And I'd be very mad at myself because that's what literally happened. So what I started doing was I'm like, Max, stop trying to get that guy a job or that girl. In fact, start talking people out of it. And that's that's the thing how I hire people nowadays. I let them obviously go through several screening processes with some of my uh, managers, Nikita, for example, Nikita or Joseph, they they look at these people. And then when they jump on a call with me, they're already very qualified. So the people that go jump on a final interview with me are like the top 0.1%. And all I do on that, because I know already what their answers were about coming here, what their answers were about how long they want to stay committed. I know they answered right, otherwise I wouldn't be here. All I do in that last interview is I talk them out of it. I legitimately say, look, look, you're, you're a good guy or you're a good girl. You don't really want this position. It's, it's really hard. It's much less fun than it seems. It's really hard work. All you'll do is you come into the office, you'll work. And after 10 hours, the day's not over because nobody's leaving. You know, you, you'll be living in a foreign country. We have our offices in Kiev. So I'm like, you'll be living in a foreign country. You don't speak the language. You can't even read the goddamn signs and so on and so forth. And I literally say like, look, I don't even think this is exactly what you want. Um, I give you 24 hours and then in 24 hours, you'll tell me if you still want it. And hey, if you don't want it, that's fine. We'll be friends and we're all fine, right? And I talk them out of it. And then out of those people, around 50% actually say, yeah, you're right. I shouldn't do it. And the other 50% says, I booked my flight. I'm on my way. And I'm like, all right, good. So what I'm trying to say is it was like delegation. Be really, really slow to hire. Screen the sh- the esh- shit out of people, if I may say that. <laughs> yeah, um, and, and then be totally okay with delegating things. And also what I'm doing is the last thing I want to say is like once you have a certain team, uh, system, 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 system. You don't want you listen. Like if you have a if you have a smaller company between you know one and ten employees, listen to the following thing. You don't want your company to be reliant on a single person. You want your company reliant on structure. 
I've made that mistake many, many times where my company was reliant on a person. Person left, I was screwed. What I do now is I build system, meaning internal trainings, checklists, exact uh, distribution of responsibilities to a, to a position, not to a person, but to a position. Meaning if that person leaves and the position is open, I could sit a goddamn monkey there. I tell the monkey to watch the internal training. I tell the monkey to, to, uh, uh, refer to the training script and so on and so forth. I, I have to do still some personal training, but it's very minimal, right? And of course, I don't hire monkeys. I hire really, 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 really smart people. So if a monkey can do it with the internal training structure, then a really smart person can do it too. We hire dragons. Yeah. <laughs> we hire dragons. It's actually God, a good yeah. idea. I like that. <laughs> I want the dragon. Did you see the Rick and Morty episode with the dragon? Of course. Of course. Yeah. The soul bonding dragon. The second oh. half of the season should be dropping any, any moment, dude. Dude, you're oh, so smart, I can't wait. When is the next? Yeah, when is the next? I was like, every Sunday, I'm like, isn't it supposed to be next season now? Speculation is February. There's some speculation with God, the next dude. drop. I can't wait. I can't wait. By the time this podcast comes out, it will already be out. And oh, man, <laughs> I dude, I'm love it. Out. There's so much more we can unpack. Uh, you've got your mentoring call coming up. So I want to be respectful yes. of your time. Uh, there's so much more we can unpack here. I've got so much brotherly love for you, man. Um, but I do want to give you a, a little bit of a, of a break before your call so you can go jump around. Or, Thank you. you know, part two. Uh, that's all I can say. Dude, Get that first. studio up. I'm on my way, man. Dude, fuck yeah. Ooh. Part two. Dude, part in two. person. We Best rock part. it. It's going to be great. We all know. Um, we all know <laughs> the sequels are better than the original. Always <laughs> like that. Always <laughs> like that. Come on. You know it. Dude, part sure. two is always better than part one. Dude, it's going to be good. As, as long as it's still the same characters, as long as I'm not like wearing like some weird panda, panda costume and it's like yeah. actually like a different Mikhail to Mikhail clone. They rewrote his character. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that, guys. Uh, dude, yeah, you, you and I are one of a kind, brother. I've got lots of love for you. Um, I think, uh, let, let's do this. Last little thing to close this out is uh, tell the guys what you would have missed out on. If you hadn't... Like go through some of the experiences, just, just paint some mm. moments. Like Jeez. You, you and I, you and I driving by that beautiful lake, like just having like a beautiful little moment, just go through a couple of the beautiful moments that you've had you at the top of the mountain, like snowboarding. What are some mm. of the things that you just literally would have never gotten to do if you didn't do this thing? Maybe just go through that. And then, oh, um, so that, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So many, like it, in all honesty, it's mostly the small things like, um, grabbing my girlfriend and saying, Hey, let, let's go hop on a flight. Let's go fly somewhere. Or even just hanging out with her on a Tuesday evening, you know, while usually people have to go to bed early and I'm just like, Hey, let's, let's go down to the store. Let's buy cereal and let's watch a movie. Um, being able to look her in the eyes and not having to worry about how I'm going to pay my bills next, having to look her in the eyes and just being able to be fully present because I'm so happy with my life. Um, smaller things like having played football with my team the other day, just us playing football, not giving a damn. Small things like uh, going karting in the morning on a Monday when everybody's going to work. You and I driving a Lambo in, in uh, uh, California over the wine fields, uh, shooting dope pictures, uh, being with my dad on vacation in uh, Portugal, and uh, I'll never forget that this one day, um, we, we rented a Porsche, my dad and I, small things like renting a Porsche, we, right, uh, we, we, we drive around the coast of Portugal, just wherever we want, We're like, this looks cool, let's go there. Uh, we crash at this really, really nice hotel, and uh, I, uh, I wake up at 8 a.m. because someone's knocking on my door, it's my dad, he says, hey, the, the, the sun's going up, 
uh, I, I must have been like seven or something because eight, the sun was already going up. And he's like, the sun's going up. Uh, I parked the, I, I parked the, uh, the Porsche on the beach. I, I found a really good spot. Let's go take pictures. And me, you know, like grabbing my glasses, like tired and, and still sleepy, go spending quality time with my dad, um, being able to, uh, to buy my mom a vacation being able to just hop in a flight go snowboarding last year i was in in thailand with my girlfriend hanging out on on uh, on a tropical island and my my parents wrote me like hey it's dumping snow like crazy and i'm like i'm on my way and i you know i flew into munich rented a porsche uh, an suv porsche uh, i drive home to the austrian alps and literally the next day i had three hours of sleep i was hung over from the all the red bull from the sugary red bull that yeah. i've been drinking to drive there um i was i was jet lagged out of my mind but i was on that mountain and just the freedom of of of, of going wherever you want of spending quality times with your friends and it's less the the fact that you and i drive in a lambo hell it could have been a volvo for that for that matter i wouldn't have cared what goddamn car it is but just being able to be present with someone and not having to think about financial worries not having to say only one more hour i gotta get up early tomorrow just being free like the type of freedom you you michael you, you're nodding right now probably the type of freedom that you'd otherwise only have as a child you know like playing video games all night no consequences very little responsibility like people say like grow up growing up being an adult means being responsible no for me growing up means being like a child but you have goddamn more money so you can do more epic stuff totally. you know what i'm saying instead of buying a bag of chips with your buddies and you're sitting at his and his porch you buy a bunch of uh, a bunch of truffle chips or and, and like so you go to the best do restaurant and, and you do cooler shit. You, it's like what you do as a child just like a hundred times cooler and you can drink beer it in, in during the week and your mom is not freaking out you know totally. it, it, it's things like that it's way and, more and, and that's what i would have missed yeah hell yeah sorry for the rant by the way sorry no don't rant. be sorry man i think it's beautiful <laughs> you know well i was gonna say like define freedom and i think that's it right i mean geez can yeah. you, like can you put a price on that like re better relationship with your father or better relationship yeah. with your mother or better relationship with your significant other i mean you can't put a price on this stuff or that moment Definitely. like you don't get that moment you, you there's nothing you could do that moment where there's like you're at the top of the mountain that's it that wind has blown by and that's it that oh, wind man. is never gonna blow by that same way ever again yeah, for all time and you are there um and you're delivering as people so super powerful man i've got lots of love for you um same let's do you, this bro. let's wrap this up we'll do a part two crush yes. crush your thing do it. Let's do it. As you say, what does GG stand for? And then close it out. Good game. Good game, motherfucker. That's right. Ooh, thank you oh. very much. Love you, buddy. It really is a revolution. Listen, uh, We've never wavered in that position. I believe we should strive to do things in his spirit. Everything you hold worthwhile is at stake. Beyond yourselves and ourselves. I have a dream. Freedom is indivisible. So I took the initiative in creating the internet. That app comes with incredible rapidity. One electrical eye after another. Still trying to get myself adjusted.